You're listening to Classroom Confessions with Katie Smith, a podcast where teachers share advice, encouragement, and the realities of today's classroom. All right. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Classroom Confessions. I think we're episode 15. Today we have a super special guest. My Babs is in town. Say hi, Babs. Hi, everyone. So Babs is visiting from California, and she has a background in education, but I'm going to let her tell you about that. But I told her she had to be on the podcast, so she's really nervous, but it's all going to be great. Huh, Babs? I'm sure it will (laughs) be. So we're going to start with our rose, thorn, and bud. So just as a reminder, your rose is something good that happened. Your bud is something you're looking forward to, and your thorn is something not so great that happened this week. Do you want to go first? Yes. My (laughs) rose would be visiting my granddaughter, Katie, in Las Vegas. My thorn, I really don't have a lot of thorns. so I guess battling the freeway is a thorn. <laughs> How was the drive down to my mom's house yesterday or Thursday? It was fine. It was fine, but it's still uh, battling the freeways. <laughs> and um, my bud is just looking forward to more learning in my life. (laughs) You're so silly. So my rose, something good that happened this week. Um, I did a really cool lesson on culture and identity and then stereotypes, and the kids really seemed to like it. So um, maybe I'll talk about that in a couple weeks. And then my thorn is just like last-minute tasks that you have to do at work that you're not planning on and then um my bud is babs is here we're gonna hang out today maybe a little bit tomorrow she's meeting the boyfriend tonight you excited of course i've been waiting to meet this special person she said she thinks she already knows him so we'll see we'll see And so that's going on tonight. So we're going to jump right into our interview with Babs. She is a very young, mature woman, but she's going to try and cram all of her life experience and her whole life into a brief background so you guys can kind of understand who Babs is and what she's about. We're ready, Babs. Hit us with the good stuff. Shoot. (laughs) All right. Give us a brief background. Of your life. A brief history of Barbara England. I was born at the Huntington Hospital in Pasadena, California in 1931. Told you she's really young, though. My father was a dentist. My mother was a secretary. And for the first five years... I was able to 
learned from my grandmother because we lived with her for five years and she was a kindergarten teacher. I studied uh, at Stevens College in Columbia, Missouri for two years in child development and then I fell in love and we got and we got married and then we lived in St. Louis for 11 years and our children were born there. So then I became a preschool teacher uh, before they really uh, upgraded the whole early childhood development program. What year did you become a preschool teacher? I became a preschool teacher in 1969. Oh, wow. Then we had to go back to uh, take some classes because anybody that had been out of work in the field for nine years had to take some classes. So we got, I got those taken care of. Then um, I worked at, I taught at a, a church-related preschool in South Pasadena, California, and was a teacher for 23 years. And uh, in 1975, we started our full day care program with only 15 children in the program. And now, today, they have 80, about 80 children coming full daycare. So you can see how um, the years have changed because now most women, single or married, are working parents and families. Um, I am involved still with the preschool as more of a consultant. I retired in 2003. From what position? From director. I was director from 1986 to 2003. And then I decided I needed to retire. And she took us all on vacation. And I took the family to Maui for a week. We had a wonderful time. So you're still on the board of the preschool. I'm still right? on the board of the preschool. For a short six months, about four years ago, I got a call from the chairman of the preschool board saying, we need your help to 
uh, make some changes at the preschool. They were having a little difficulty. Um, would you come out of retirement and teach until we can find a new director? So I said yes. So I went back for six months and uh, directed the preschool. And that was, I felt very um, special that they would call on me again. And now the preschool is moving on and they've had a new director for four, four or five years now. Young and um, visionary, and the preschool's doing beautifully, of course. Okay, now give us some dirt on your child's, on your, like, life. Like, how many kids did you have? What was, like, how was it raising kids during the 60s and 70s? Uh, what is happening is that the children, back when I was raising our three children, was different because teaching um, was basically play-oriented and skip ahead now and basically preschool is uh, more educationally um, expected. So, like, when you were raising my mom and her brothers, what were some of the issues that you had to deal with with them? Like, were there ever any fights? Did they, were they well-behaved? Were they crazy? Give us some dirt on my mom and my uncles. Any good, juicy stories where all the fans want to know? I am not one to like confrontation. My husband was very much a disciplinarian. He was very active in the community of South Pasadena, California. And he um, was very involved in um, the Little League and uh, the three children, San Dale, Glenn, and Sandra, um, there was a lot expected from them. One thing that we did 
when they came home from school was at the dinner table, you had to have your hair combed, you had to have A, you had to have a t-shirt on um, and we had conversation at the table. Do you think that's missing from families now? Yes, because families now, um, they grab something, they eat, and then they have something else to do. So the... Um, times when families gathered at the table uh, and shared their day has greatly diminished. Yeah. Um, do you think you could go back and be a teacher in today's education climate? I would probably feel pushed. Pushed? Toward the uh, the educational part of it. Yeah. Oh, because it's not play-centered. It's not play-centered anymore. When Babs was director of her school, she got this really cool um, water feature where, like, the kids could, like, pump water, and then it would, like, go down, and they could play in the troughs. Um, and so when, when we were growing up we, and we went to visit her, she'd take us up to the preschool and we got to play, right? They still have that oh. at the preschool. They still have water play. We now have a, a supervisor of uh, the playground. She actually has units in the, that specialty. Um, they have a lot of... Um, Things besides just riding their trikes very fast around in the bike yard. Um, they have lock play outside. They have um, Play-Doh outside. They have painting outside. So they have a lot of other activities set up by the uh, playground supervisor that sets everything up in the morning. And then the classes come out on schedule. Okay, Babs, real quick before we get to the rapid fire question. Tell your fans your favorite baseball team. Well, basically, before we moved back to California in 1962, uh, my favorite baseball team was the St. Louis Cardinals. But, of course, now my favorite team is the L.A. Dodgers. She keeps track of how they do every game, huh? Yes. I print out a schedule. I listen or watch some of the, ga the games, as many as I can, and I write down and keep track of the scores. 
All right, Babs, are you ready for rapid fire? Shoot. <laughs> okay, choose a number between 1 and 238. 88. 88. Oh, man. 88 says, <laughs> how old were you when you had the worst haircut ever? When was your worst haircut, Babs? When I was three years old. What kind of haircut did you have? A bob. <laughs> Straight. You don't like it? With a big bow in on the top of my head. Are there pictures of this haircut? Oh, yes. <laughs> I need to see them. It's mandatory at Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, you ready? Choose another number. Between 1 and 238. 32. Okay. Describe the perfect day off in three words. Now, I know you're retired, but what would your perfect day off? You only get three words, Babs. Three words. Your perfect day. You can say my name is one of the words. It's okay. You can say my name is one of the three words to describe your perfect day. Being with family. Wow. That's good. So last night was like close to a perfect day. Absolutely. So we ended up having dinner at my house and like seven people showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, that's right. Seven people. All right. Choose another number. One and 238. 60. 60. What is your least favorite beverage? Least favorite. Water. Water? But you drink a lot of water. You just don't like it? It's a necessity. What's your most favorite beverage? <laughs> you drink it every night at 5 o'clock, Babs. <laughs> I do enjoy a four-ounce glass of red wine. What's your favorite wine? <laughs> Apothic Red. And where's the cheapest place to get Apothic Red? Tell the listeners so they can also enjoy. Trader Joe's. Heck yes. All right, Babs, choose another number. Any number. One. Five. Five. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Do you have a favorite superhero? No. Okay, so choose another number. <laughs> She's not enjoying this process of choosing these numbers. 17. What is your favorite thing about someone in your family? They're all good workers. Oh, that's very true. All right, pick another number. Go high, Babs. Go high. A hundred. Okay. 
What was your favorite? Oh, I don't know. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? Did you have cartoons when you were growing up? I did not like cartoons. No. I never read the funny pages. Were there? Was there anything you liked to read? She's News made- of the day. Oh, okay. All right, Babs. One more. That's it. Just one more. Pick your poison. She's thinking... 20. 20. If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be and why? It wouldn't be me. She says, I'm too busy. I do too much. Who would it be, Babs? I would not want to change lives with anybody. I'm happy with the life I have. So what do you do on like a typical day? I start with uh, a faith-based devotional with my cup of coffee. Then I have breakfast. Then I do what's on my agenda for the day. Um, So if anybody is listening and living in... Southern California. Babs puts on a boutique in South Pasadena every year. When is your boutique this year? Our boutique is November 16th and 17th. And can they find the information like, in where do they find information about it? I think on Facebook. Okay, so there's information on Facebook. South Pasadena Boutique. Holiday Boutique. Okay, so I think it's under South Pasadena Holiday Boutique. But if you want the the address, you can always email me. Any last thoughts for our listeners, Babs? No, just keep on with your education and teaching it to children. Thank you, thank you. You're quite welcome. So I asked Babs if she had any quotes, and she said no. So I went and looked up quotes by Babs, and we found one that Babs liked, and it said, Growing up is loving what you can afford to do. Any thoughts on that quote, Babs? Growing up is lo- is loving what you can afford to do. Yes, the one thought I have is be yourself. Don't try to compare what you're doing to somebody else. You're special. Oh, that was so nice. So just as a reminder, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Radio Public. If you like what you're listening to, feel free to leave us a review. Um... Check out our website for any resources you might want at classroomconfessions.net. You can find us on social media at Classroom Confessions Podcast, on Instagram and Facebook. Babs doesn't do social media. Not a real fan. But 
she does have one if you can find her. Any any final thoughts, Babs, before I send them off with their affirmation? No, I don't believe so. Thanks for coming. You're quite welcome. All right, everybody. Just your weekly reminder. You are alive. You are kind. You are patient. You are wonderful. You are fearless. You are important. You can teach anything. You can be anything. You can change the world. You're doing the damn thing. You've made it another week. Bye, y'all.